Welcome to The Mountain Gardener with your host, Ken Lane. Gardening can be challenging, but with Ken's tips, tricks, and local advice, you'll reap huge rewards. Now welcome your host, Ken Lane. And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener, your host, Ken Lane, talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. And it has been a hot one, and now it's cooling off. I've, I've had enough of this heat stuff. I want it to be in like, like the 80s, low 90s. And your plants do too. Uh, my tomatoes, they've, they don't like producing when it's that hot out. Once you go up into the mid 90s, tomatoes kind of, they take a break. They're going, it's just too hot. I'm going to sit here and just survive. And so they'll shed their blossoms and not really start producing. This week, it looks like, boy, if you were to fertilize your tomatoes with like flower power, something real high phosphorus, and a, a little bit cooler weather, oh, they would just start setting fruit like instantly. Those green tomatoes have been sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. You just got to have a little bit cooler weather and then bump them little calcium and, and phosphorus, and they just, they'll start ripening instantly. So they take a little break here. Uh, some of us, not all of us, have had a couple good rains over our gardens. Uh, not really over here at the garden centers. We own Waters Garden Center here in Prescott. Uh, they, they, not a lot of rain here, but at my house, just, just like three miles, four miles away, two good storms. Go figure. And that's how the monsoon rains kind of hit or or dump on us here in northern Arizona. Uh, they'll, they'll hit a neighborhood and next neighborhood over, nothing, just completely dry. And so I was videotaping, I was Instagramming actually. Uh, one of the storms hit the back patios, had the grills going and it just poured. I'm going, oh, I think I'll Instagram while I'm sitting here grilling and being poured on under an umbrella. And uh, people are giving me reports all around the city. You know, Chino Valley hasn't seen anything yet. Groom Creek, there's nothing here but a couple sprinkles. Uh, West side of Prescott, not much. It's almost like a live, like a live weather report. As as I'm Instagramming, it's kind of fun. Uh, that's the way it works. We will get more, if nothing else, the humidity. Your plants like that, but they really don't like to be hot as far as. Temperature-wise, once you get up above mid-90s, you get into the hundreds, your gardens aren't happy. You just need them to survive until the weather does cool down. They, they just take off again. So we've got two months, end of October, really, uh, of, of good growing weather for us. So you'll start to see the end of September, end of you know another five weeks away. You'll start to see fall is starting to happen. So sumacs, they're always the first ones to turn color. I mean, sumacs, they're waiting to, to go dormant. They just want to go dormant. Some of your best flowers off of roses, your echinaceas, uh, flowering flocks. There's a whole series of, of late summer, fall mums. The mums have started to come in here at Waters Garden Center. The, the uh, garden mums. There's a whole series of, of greenhouse mums. Those aren't ready. Those are waiting for like Halloween. They force them to, to come on at a certain time. And quite honestly, they're not very hardy. Things that are grown in a greenhouse are not as hardy to winter right over for us as a perennial chrysanthemum that's grown outdoors. So those have started to show up here at the garden center. And so you're seeing that whole series of plants. 
your veggie gardens like cucumbers, uh, pumpkins, squash, eggplants, not so much eggplants, peppers for sure. Uh, they, they're going to wait until it cools down a touch. If you just kept them alive, then fertilize them just as it cools down to that that low 90s, 80s, and they just take off again with whole new growth, whole another growing season. And so it is a good time to fertilize trees and shrubs, especially if they got damaged. Let's say aspens with a little bit of a touch of leaf spot or maples that had some leaf tear. It's pretty common to see some stressed out plants when it's that hot out, just like you would be. If you were out there all day long, you'd stress out too. So give you a little bit of a nutrient, some water, and it makes a difference. One thing I am noticing quite a bit, um, especially folks new to the area that have not learned how to irrigate or water their landscapes, this is a serious problem when you get up in that hotter temperatures. Now it looks like we're down. We're gonna we're heading towards fall. We're we're off of this summer heat. Now we're coming down. We're landing down into nicer weather. The fall is the most magical time in northern Arizona, just what we're famous for. Um, if you made a mistake, I'm seeing both over and underwater. I, I had someone that, that was watering their poor Alberta spruce. Oh my gosh. A five-gallon Alberta spruce is a cute little evergreen. Looks like a teddy bear out in the, out in the yard. Just as far as evergreen goes, it's the smallest, cutest, perfectly shaped evergreen. Very common throughout all elevations, from Groom Creek to Williams, to Flagstaff, to White Mountains, to Kingman, they'll grow everywhere in between there. But this is a drought-hardy plant. They were watering, according to their landscapers, said you should water this 20 gallons twice a day, twice a week. It's getting 40, this little five-gallon plant was getting 40 gallons of water per week through summer. It is going to die. I mean, guaranteed going to die. We helped give her some root and grow, trying to guide her through, going, you need to regrow some roots. You killed them all uh, with too much water. This plant probably really needed about five gallons of water a week, and it was getting 40. Grossly overwatered. And plants, when they're sitting in that much moisture and gooey soil, the roots will literally start to rot underneath their, their canopy, underneath their, their foliage. And so what happens is now all of a sudden the roots have rotted. It's got a smaller root mouse. It looks like it's being underwatered, and it is because the amount of roots it has is now smaller. It can't support all that top growth, and so it lets that top growth die off, trying to shrink itself to mirror the size of the roots underneath it so that maybe it can survive. Likewise, I'm seeing just as many folks grossly underwater. I just had another customer. Uh, they were watering their plants five minutes every day. That's crazy. It just, it, 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 plants are not going to like that. A thimble, their irrigation system, drip irrigation, for five minutes is literally, I mean, I just spit on this microphone more than you watered your plants out in your landscape. There's no way they could survive that. Impossible. It's not enough moisture when it's 100 degrees out. You've got to water deeper, longer, saturate that root ball, and then let it air out and dry. So plants like to breathe. They breathe at their root levels, uh, and then they take in moisture at the root levels. But they do everything at the roots, not so much from the top growth. And so if you're only watering five minutes, that's that's probably not even, it's not even a pint of water. You got a five-gallon plant that needs five gallons of water a week, 
And so you're giving it literally a, a, a pint, maybe, uh, a day. That is not enough moisture to keep your plants alive. That just doesn't equate to a gallon of water a week does not equal five gallons how much that plant needs to survive. And so it starts to, now it sacrifices those roots instead of rotting off. Now they dry out and die off. They actually become crusty and thin out. And so now you've got a smaller root mass. The plant will actually sacrifice some of that upper growth so that it can match its top foliage to its root mass now, trying to survive, if at all possible. So the symptoms look very similar up top from overwatering and underwatering. It's very, very similar as far as the symptoms you see at the top growth. That's why we'll, we'll kind of we'll, we'll ask a lot of questions going, well, tell me about the irrigation. How are you watering? How do you know? We're trying to help you figure out how much that water, how it's, how that plant is interacting with that water schedule you're giving it. We can tell you, guide you in the right direction, hopefully. No one can tell you exactly how to water. Impossible. Each garden and space in your landscape is different. But we've seen enough here, at least here at Waters Garden Center, 58 years of history. Uh, we've seen a lot over the decades. We kind of know what direction to go in. And so we could help get you the bumpers out there so you don't make, you're staying on the road and hopefully not, veering off grotesquely where it's an obvious death and decay blunder out in your, la in your landscape or your gardens. So that's just some things I'm watching. Watering, irrigation, heat, things are resetting. You're coming into a great, probably one of the best garden seasons that you, you always hear fall is for planting, autumn is for planting. Well, it's true because this, the weather's so nice, you just can't hardly make a mistake. A lot in store for you this show. Lisa Waters Lane coming in with your garden questions right after this. You've been listening to The Mountain Gardener with Ken Lane, owner of Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Join him every week for timely garden advice right for the gardens. Visit Ken where he can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Waters Garden Companion Plants for August are Radio Red Salvias, Trumpeting Vine, and Butterfly Bush. Monarch and Swallowtail Butterflies flock to Waters Butterfly Bush with spectacular 8-inch flowers filling the yard with fragrance and beauty. Heat, drought, wind only make this shrub bloom more. Tough enough to grow in clay, but hardy enough to shine in containers. With so many colors to choose, every yard should have at least two. You'll only find impressive butterfly bush at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Plants are a lot like puppies. They need care, water, and food. You wouldn't forget to feed your puppies, so don't forget to feed your plants. Water's 744 All-Purpose Plant Food is a gourmet meal for your plants. The only food for Arizona plants with the nutrients they need for big blooms, a hefty harvest, and tremendous trees, all naturally. It's time to feed your plants with 744 All-Purpose Plant Food from Waters Garden Center in Prescott. You've been listening to Ken Lane, the Mountain Gardener. Green thumbs learned while working in the Family Garden Center. Now welcome back to the Mountain Gardener. And we have Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden questions. Just what are your neighbors talking about? And might I say, my dear? Yep. Fabulous glow. <laughs> Hair's a little lighter, skin's a little darker. You just got this, I've had time on the lake look. You that relaxed? That is true. Yeah, I relaxed. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's good. hard to come back after a week on the lake. 
It is actually that's true, isn't it? Hard to power back up going now. Really Where did is. I end? Where am I going? It's a week yeah. on Wake Lake Powell. Mm-hmm. So we took our my brother, both brothers, brother in law and brother up and, and yeah. their wives and some kids and it was just it wasn't pressure packed. It was hot as I felt like I was in Phoenix. <laughs> it was toasty. Toasty, Very but yeah, toasty. you jump in the water more and you just jump yeah. in the water more. So And water was warm. Eighty eight degrees on the back of the houseboat. I'm trying to remember if I've ever No. Yeah. Never been that warm. It's crazy. Eighty low eighties, eighty two is I think last year was the peak. So mm-hmm. it's five degrees warmer this summer than last summer. Just the water temperature, of course it was yeah. hundred and eight out. True. Oh. It was hot. It was hot. I, you know, I'd still rather be hot on the lake in the water. Than I would at home in the gardens. Can I say uh, that? I was going to say in, I I say in the air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we digress so quickly. We I can't do. wait. We've got our, our boy just, he's in the Army. He, they have not given him leave. He's a PA, physician assistant for uh, First Armored, the Howitzers. I don't know all the, I'm not oh. Army, so I don't know. He's in charge of a lot of men women, soldiers, right. if you shoot a tank or a, a, a howitzer, he and his like 50 medics will take care of you. That's it. Well, COVID, they're not letting anyone go anywhere, anytime. He can't be without, within. he can't leave more than 50 miles from the base. Fort Bliss, you know, those of you that are Army, you know what that is. That's Fort Bliss, El Paso. And so he hasn't been anywhere. He's been put in for leave. He's got three months of leave. He can never get away. <laughs> and finally... They gave yeah. him his, uh, he can, he's, it's official. He's got leave in two weeks. Yes. We're going to take him up to Lake Powell and just go, here, mm-hmm. just come and relax. We'll show you. We'll go fishing with the boys. We'll just kind of swim. Just relax. We'll go we'll find a beach. Swim with the dogs. It'll just be, we can't wait to take him out just to truly unplug. Yeah. Their family's been uh, educating internally, in-house, can't go anywhere i feel for families right now oh it's rough it's it's yeah you just gotta feel for them and a lot you know like poor Teresa, his wife so the kids have gone back to school but they're online but they're online from like 8 30 to 3 yeah every day plus she has a two-year-old yeah i mean oh how do you do that that's crazy <laughs> I mean, zoom calls i'm a lot of zoom calls with consultants and just other nursery owners and uh you you'll see some kid will be walked in the background with like, like a diaper on. Dog will be barking, chewing up like the curtains in the background. Just weird stuff happens yeah. when you're online. It's just not normal. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be fun. It'll be fun to have them and and chill with the kids and the grandkids. That's always yeah, a hoot. It's always but. good. Garden questions. What do we got this week? Oh, oh, we're going to talk about garden related. We stuff? should. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be of more interest to listeners. I'm sure. Uh, I'll, I'll guarantee you. Okay. Tom, he wants to build, he's trying to build a living wall. So he's using chicken wire with posts. Anyways, he wants to grow a vine, vegetation on it, and make this living wall. Uh, his question is, what would you recommend to plant to create this living wall? Oh, super easy. And your timing could not be better. So now's a great time. I assume the structure's already up he wants to create this living wall with. So vines is a great one. And so the most popular by far... Honeysuckle. Mm-hmm. There's several colors. You can intermix them. The next one, the most popular, native, the one that just grows wild. That's going to be Virginia creeper. Throughout all the hillsides, throughout northern Arizona, you'll find Virginia creeper. If you actually take care of them, they will go 
nuts. The most popular English garden, one that you see in the magazines all the time, mm-hmm. kind of overkill sometimes, but wisteria. Oh, yeah. Grows really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gr- thick green. Uh, by the time it gets done maturing, it will be holding your structure up for you because <laughs> it's got a major trunk. And it does actually bloom here in the mountains, that big, mm-hmm. pretty uh, purple flower. That's mm-hmm. one come in. That's one visit. There's so many more choices mm-hmm. uh, that you could pick from. Akebias and there's trumpet vine and there's just all. And you if, if, take a picture of it. Give us the length. We could help you design it. I would yeah. say go each section, uh, change it up. Yeah, it's sure. different. So you can have different bloom cycles. Some mm-hmm. real That's easy to grow vines here. Yeah. Many of those will actually create and turn into ground covers. Mm-hmm. You just take them off the structure, grow them on the ground. That's what Virginia creeper is, the native one. You don't see it growing up trees. It just crawls across the ground, mm-hmm. covers things up. Animals don't eat it. Um, hummingbirds like it. They nest inside there. Just a great all-round, drought-hardy, tough plant that grows well here. I agree. All right. Next question is from Christine in Prescott Valley. She is looking to put fruit trees on a new lot in Prescott Valley. She wants to know, can she still plant? And then her second question is, what's the closest she can plant trees together? Oh, those good questions. Yeah. So, um, yes, you can plant now easily. I'd say now through really Thanksgiving, good time. Uh, lots of choices to pick from here at the garden center from apricots to nectarines to peaches, lots of peaches, cherries, apples, pears, lots of choices. So yes, plant them now, get, they'll, they'll root and you'll get fruit next year by doing that. If you waited till next spring, you probably wouldn't get fruit. It would just be focused on rooting. Or if you did get fruits, it'd just be a few of them, not very many. Now, how close? That's the tricky one. Pitted fruits. So your things that have a pit in the middle. So Plums, nectarines, and uh, apricots, peaches, all those things uh, can be, they're smaller. You can put them together God, probably every eight feet if you trimmed them, kept them, kept them tight. Uh, if you're going with pears and apples, maybe go with a semi-dwarf variety, and you could still do that. So in Prescott Valley, our first house we had out there, we, we had them on eight-foot centers. We didn't quite, we did prune them every summer, every winter. We pruned them twice. We kept them at eight-foot centers, and they produced like crazy. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, if you're just going to let them grow, yeah, it's more like 15, 12, 15 feet apart. You don't want to do all that tight, square-foot gardening stuff. So mm-hmm. come in and talk to us. We'll give you the tour and help you space them out or design that. Go to go to uh, top10fruittrees.com. All the fruit trees we have here at the garden center, you can see them. They're they're on display you can it's got research how big they get might help you pick uh, the right varieties before you even come in sure. you can do your homework online just we've got a digital store just take a look at them right there okay good to know all right gina has a question about her roses she says eh, they just look rough it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> been hot <laughs> they look rough they've stopped blooming she wants to know what can she do to kind of perk them back up and kick them into bloom super easy so uh, the fall bloom of roses is even better than the spring bloom. Spring gets all the claims to fame, but but right now, uh, roses aren't going to bloom when it's super hot out. They just take a break. You just keep them alive. Right now, deadhead them, get all the old spent flowers off, trim them up, fertilize them with the all-purpose plant food. We make a fertilizer that is the most magical stuff for roses. It's made of cottonseed meal. Sprinkle some of that on. 
pray for it to be under 90 degrees, <laughs> which is like all the next this coming yeah, week looks stunning. It's coming. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. And then right through fall, it'll stay that way. So that's why roses look so good through the fall of the year. But you need to, you, you need to refer, replenish their fertilization and a natural uh, all-purpose plant food, a 744 all-purpose food with cottonseed meal. After you clean it up, pull off the dead, kind of the bruised leaves, mm-hmm. heat-stressed leaves, load them with fertilizer, and they will just go. Within two, three weeks, they'll be absolutely stunning, covered in flowers, and it will stay that way through October. I mean, you will really, November, mm-hmm. we'll have flowers, maybe not in full bloom, but you can see the buds through Thanksgiving uh, each year. So that's whether it's a carpet rose, a Cecil Bruner, big spreading rose, or a shrub rose, or even a hybrid tea. No matter what it is, it's the same approach. The secret is all the food's gone because you've been watering so much mm-hmm. and it's been so hot. Now the heat's off. Continue watering them, but fertilize, and that'll be the kicker that'll make them all go into bloom. They'll flush all at the same time. That's how you take care of roses. Ken Elisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners, will be right back. You're listening to Ken Lane, a.k.a. the Mountain Gardener. Ken can be found throughout the week in Prescott at Waters Garden Center. Listen each week as he answers timely garden questions unique to mountain gardens. Waters Garden Companion plants for August are Radio Red Salvias, Butterfly Bush, and Trumpeting Vine. Large clusters of red and orange flowers create a dramatic show all season long with Waters Trumpet Vine. This vigorous vine thrives in heat and blooms profusely with neglect. Quickly covers large areas as a ground cover, spilling over retaining walls, screening a fence, or cloaking arbors. Guaranteed to attract more hummingbirds and only found at Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. Oh no, my pine trees look terrible. Never fear, Plant Protector is here. Plant Protector? From Waters Garden Center? My super strength protector destroys pine scale, bark beetle, and aphids. Just water into the soil and your trees are protected from the inside out for the year. Thank you, Plant Protector. You can always find Plant Protector at Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. You've been listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert Ken Lane. Join the conversation every week as he answers timely garden questions. Email Ken a question directly from your phone to his desktop through the web at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. Now welcome back your host, Ken Lane. It did occur to me that the start of the show, top of the hour, I was mentioning garden blunders as far as watering goes, but I never told you the right way to, to water actually. So let me just hone this in for you. Just here's, I've got a water guide. They're free of charge here at the garden center. Please ask for one. There's one that's a full size eight and a half by 11. And there's one that's small business card size that's made to tape inside your garden journal or inside your irrigation box. As a reminder, when do you turn the system on? When do you turn them off? How much do you water? And it gets you close. You should not be watering trees, shrubs, and vines every day, period. That's it. Don't do that. Huge blunder. Huge. If I were to stick your your person into water and see how you looked after you sat inside the pool for an entire week, you'd be a prune. And so will your garden roots. They do not like that. 
They need to breathe. They need to aerate in between irrigation. I can't emphasize this enough. Yeah, well, I'm from Seattle. We got rain every day. Well, Toto, you ain't in Seattle anymore. You're down in Prescott, Arizona, where the clay soil and silt and rock and plants were drought-hardy plants. We got different plants. They don't work that way here. So I just want to slap those folks. Please don't come in and tell me that. Your plants want to be watered a good, deep soak one, two times a week. That's good. These are deep-rooted plants. We're talking plants with, I don't know, 18, 24-inch roots. That takes a long time. If you pour force water that deep into the soil with drip irrigation, you can do this. You just leave it on for an extra hour. You will force that water right down through the entire root zone and then some. You should be watering your irrigation. Your, your drip irrigation should be watering minimum one hour, if not two hours. That's how long. It's so efficient, so slow. It's just dripping. It's a drip irrigation. It takes a long time to get some water on that plant through that little tiny emitter. The average plant, an average five-gallon tree, that's your smaller trees, need about five gallons of water per week. Your 10-gallon trees, 15s, this is the kind of the bigger ones, they need about 10 to 15 gallons per week. The really big boys, we're talking 25, we sell 45-gallon size trees. These are huge, instantaneous. We're talking, I want a shade tree now. Funk, plant it, and it is instantaneous tree. That probably needs more like 30, 40 gallons a week. So you probably want to do some calculations to figure out, okay, I've got, so let me see here, I need four emitters. They're one, four gallons per hour. Let's see, that's four gallons per hour now coming out on that tree. I need to run that for 10 hours a week. Let's see, I better break that up into two cycles. I'll make that a, five hours at a time. Yeah, you can back the math up and actually calculate how to do this. There's just quick calculations on that. If you need some help, we can help you do that here at the garden center. But we're seeing a lot of mistakes just because the pressure was on us because it was so hot that you just had to be close. You didn't have to be exact, but you couldn't make a blunder like soak this thing every day and so the plant never got to breathe. Or you watered it 15 minutes every day and the plant literally drowned or dried out, didn't have enough moisture, either too much, too little, that's bad. Plants don't like that. Uh, for established trees, you've got a big pine tree or a big Theodore cedar, big maple tree, big aspens. These plants, they've been around for a long time. Their roots are everywhere. There, you probably do need to separate out maybe, maybe what I, what I mentioned last week, Take a soaker hose or take us just a fan kind of sprayer on the end of your hose and once a month supplement the irrigation you already have established out there in the yard and just let it run. Let it soak that whole area, the whole root zone. It's real easy to overdo it with really established plants. And I only do that really April, May, June, July. I'm trying not to do it in August because I've had two good rainstorms. I'll just supplement watering, so to deep soak the entire garden section uh, during those really hotter, drier months. April, May, June, it's really dry in northern Arizona. July, you start to see some rains in the White Mountains, Flagstaff, maybe Pace and Prescott. Uh, but by August, all of us start to see some rain here in the north, north country. And so there, I'll kind of back that off and going, okay, I'll let Mother Nature take over here. I'll keep my regular, right now I'm watering, deep soaking my trees and shrubs that are established once a week. 
and I'm running it for two and a half hours. Trees, shrubs, roses, vines, grapes, all kinds of stuff. My flowers, lawns, containers, totally different. Vegetable gardens, you're watering those every day right now. There's little tiny plants. They have a root structure that's like six inches deep. Six inches of soil dries out fairly fast. And so there I'm watering not as much, but more frequently. Lawns, typically I'm trying to use fescue lawns. Those are lower water use, deeper rooted lawns. Those are a couple times a week. If you've got a bluegrass or a ryegrass or Prescott blend, there you probably have been watering that every day. It's a softer, shallower, rooted type of lawn. It needs more water. Container gardens, you better be watering every day while it's until water's running out that drip, that uh, drainage hole on the bottom. It needs water. If it's hanging basket, you might water it twice a day. I mean, it's pretty dry and hot out there. So don't let that root ball dry out or it's hard to rehydrate. So I've been watering my containers once a week. The Mountain Gardener, your source for timely garden advice right for higher elevations. Guaranteed to make a difference in your yard this season. Gardening and you don't know where to start? Waters In-Home Garden Service comes to you and identifies what you have and how to make it better. Design advice, water strategies, vegetable and flower gardens, soil and food needs, and problem solving. Always problem solving. You'll instantly be a better gardener. All for just $200 of expert time with a coupon to fill your garden dreams without ever leaving home. In-home garden consultations from Waters Garden Center. We can be at your home this week. Waters Garden Companion Plants by our maple, verbena, crepe myrtle, and rose of Sharon hibiscus. Rose of Sharon is a mountain hardy hibiscus with anemone-like blooms. Each stem of this hardy hibiscus is packed with buds. She makes a beautiful informal hedge or screen and is easily trained into small trees. Available Prescott colors show in blue, purple, white, red, and pink for years of enjoyment. You'll find breathtaking hibiscus here at Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. You're listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert, Ken Lane. Mountain gardening is very rewarding, with a few of Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts sure to turn your thumbs even greener. Now welcome back to The Mountain Gardener. And we are back in the studio with Elisa Waters Lane. She has this segment all to herself and just shares what's going on in her garden, what she sees. Welcome back to the studio, Lisa. Thank you. Might I say, we were gone from the garden center for, for a few days mm-hmm. last week. Uh, it's had some lake time. And we come back, and the nursery it's is fabulous. stunning. I forget how beautiful the garden center is. You just mm-hmm. got to step away so you don't see all the details. You've seen the bigger picture and just go, whoa, this is a great place. And our gardens, they're all on auto timers. Mm-hmm. Everything survived. And they just look Great. I mean, just feels good to be out there. It does. Uh, backyards or front yards. Mm-hmm. And it's just a nice time to be, especially the mornings. Oh, yeah. Mornings have been kind of cloudier and a little cooler. Is that smokier or <laughs> cloudier? I couldn't tell. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying think about it. the smoke from California is now... Uh can be seen as far away as Kansas Kansas oh that's the middle of the country yeah that's terrible we need some moisture some rain something to kind of soothe the burning bushes something <laughs> <laughs> I guess we did have some moisture yeah. so we were up at the lake and then 
you want to make it rain here, we leave town, it rains in Prescott. Oh, yeah, it's no doubt. It irritates me beyond belief. I've been waiting for rain for forever, and then we leave town, and it rains. So you're saying you like rain? Yes, I do. It I rained miss, right before I we left. I it was know. out barbecuing and underneath an umbrella. So. Yeah, it wasn't enough. Well, I, I miss the monsoons. Remember when the lightning and thunder, it was like this whole big thing. It was so much fun, and you know, you're terrified because the lightning's yeah. coming. But it's This just, is when you were a kid, or when yeah. were you terrified? Oh, I do remember you go off to church. On a Sunday, you know, church is what, 9, 10 o'clock. You come home, have lunch, come mm-hmm. back home. This is like in the 70s, 80s. And by the time you, you had to worry, you had to make sure all the windows were closed, <laughs> or it would rain and be inside the house. Yeah. It just almost, a, a, it was more consistent to that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that, it. that old age kind of saying, oh, it was better back then. I don't know. But <laughs> it seemed like there was a little more moisture. But it'll rain. It'll come. Oh, I it'll know. It'll happen. I know. I'm just pining for my youth. Yes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> You're still my hottie. I'd marry you all over again at uh, 20-something, kind of going, whoa, she cut my eye. Uh-huh. Thank you, dear. You're welcome. That's very nice. <laughs> Gardening. We, oh, we digress. Okay. Once again, we... Okay. So, because, yeah, it was super hot when we were gone. And we came back, and a lot of our plants just looked fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. And the ones that looked the best are the ones that just, they they like the heat. They yeah. like the end of summer where it's hot, hot, hot. And that's where they perform their best at. Yeah. So, I thought I would hit up a few of those, those hotties. Hotties. <laughs> I like how you're tying it in, my dear. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I rarely get to do that. So yeah. <laughs> so if we're if we're thinking about annuals, so those plants that just give us color one season, then they're gone. But there's some that definitely perform better in the heat. The vinca, the annual vinca, yeah. loves it hot. Yeah. Angelina loves it hot. Zinnias, marigolds, and those are great to put in because they'll go until we get a nice cold frost so you're going to get a lot of fall especially the zinnias and the marigolds kind of that gold yellow colors um yeah they can give you a lot of color right up until the very very end so i don't feel bad about putting them in especially if i have pots where i just need to put you know one or two things croaked so you got to freshen them up a little bit putting putting those in would be wonderful great idea your summer plants did not like it hot they would croak well, that's when you start replacing. You pull those yeah. things out. Put a put any of the zinnias or, or right. vinca or marigolds. I get angelonic angelina. All there, and I'm sure there's some others that just mm-hmm. love. They thrive. Right. Bright sun, oh, hot angelonia. Angelonia. Angelina would work too. Yeah. <laughs> that's there a sedum. <laughs> but in per, um, perennials, there's a bunch because there's a lot of perennials that just really like that end of summer. Um, lantana. Now, everybody thinks, because we do have, we have two varieties of lantana that will most likely winter over yeah. here. They're like a zone seven. Yeah. So there's Marianne, uh, which is more of a pinky yellow. And then there's Miss Huff, which is more orangey pinky. And I think Miss Huff is a little, gets a little bigger, a little more upright. But it's a great plant for those, those hot, hot, hot spots up against retaining walls next to driveways. Uh, it would do excellent. And Why it, did they give them women's names why don't i mean lantana strikes me as a like a man plant it's pink. why isn't it like mr wilson's like lantana they never do that I, it's miss huff and marianne talk lantana. to the growers honey you know just i will i'm gonna make a phone call right after the show <laughs> and ask them about that just 
You I want a Mr. Free. Lane Lantana next. <laughs> no, next one, next one coming in, hardy, hardy variety. That's what okay. I want. A Mr. Lane Lantana. <laughs> we'll move on. So echinacea, your cone flowers, uh, which come in a huge variety of colors, yeah. not just purple anymore. You know, used to be the old purple one was all you could get. Now they're pink and red and yellow and orange, all sorts of colors. The Rudbeckia, which is kind of that sunflowerish looking plant, they do fabulous this oh, time yeah. of year. Oh, yeah. They love the heat. Mm-hmm. And rabbits don't eat either one of those. Correct. Uh, a deer, leave them alone. They might trample on them, but they won't eat them. They might <laughs> Kick cruise them over them while they're eating your Euonymus or Red Tipotinia, <laughs> but they're not going to eat, they're not bothering with those. That is true. <laughs> Agastache or hyssop yeah. uh, is another truly good heat loving one. Russian sage. Of course. Number one seller, yeah. Good heavens. That, they, they soak up the sun. They go, give they me do. more. <laughs> give me more. And if you water them too much, <sighs> they get drunk and fall yeah. over. They flop <laughs> over and they, they go, I just can't take this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coreopsis, another one that does terrific. And then, of course, just your regular salvia gregii. Oh, yeah. Your salvias, autumn sages. Fabulous in the heat. And then there are some bushes. Some blooming uh, shrubs. There you go. That actually do quite well. A butterfly bush. Got a deadheaded, but hey, what yeah. else you got to do, right? <laughs> you can take a hedger. I just take my battery up and hedger's going, oh, okay, I you're know. done blowing. You take Fertilize the, it. You take the hedger to everything. I do. I'd cut my own hair with a hedger if I could, if it wasn't dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not nice. Leaves too many thing. nicks in the scalp. That's what I found. <laughs> That's all those scars are from. <laughs> Crepe myrtle, which the crepe yeah. myrtles are still blooming around they town. Are. They look gorgeous. You can just see them in the yards from a, when I walk in the morning. You're long distance away, and you're like, "Man, what's that bright color?" Oh, okay, it's a crepe, crepe myrtle. myrtle. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Um, talking about vine, trumpet vine is still happily blooming away right now. Has that big orange flower to it. And the other one I thought of, <laughs> and people are gonna go, hmm, but red yuccas. No, that's a good idea. Um, sure. Yeah, because they have that spike, that red yeah. spike they send it up. It comes in yellow, red, bright salmon. red, salmon colors. There's a it's new great. one called Coral Coral Glow. Ooh, that sounds like a yeah. red. No, Coral Glow. Coral, That'd be pink, huh? More pink. Coral Coral Orange color. Yeah. <laughs> there you <laughs> what go. What color I don't know. <laughs> Can you think of it? Am I missing some in my list? Um, I mean, I... Huh, you caught me off guard. I wasn't thinking about that. I would say Rosa Sharon's mm-hmm. roses. Roses. Oh, they'll they'll yeah. you know, they'll bloom, especially the shrub roses. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Easy Elegance. It's a great one for, oh, for yeah. here that's consistent bloomer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What about desert willows? They would still be Desert blooming, Willows would be in right? bloom, sure. Yeah. Chase tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, in front of Prescott Lakes off of 89A. Mm. They're in full bloom out there in front of the pond. Just big, this shrubby, kind of tall, short tree or tall shrub, blue mm-hmm. blue flowers all over the top of it. Yeah. Great tree, or Vitex is another name it goes mm-hmm. by. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you That'd go. Another False Spirea is a common yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, it's a great one. Mm-hmm. Ours is in full bloom in it the is. backyard. I know, I noticed that the other day. It's really pretty. And that's a great pollinator plant. Yeah, a lot of people don't think much. about it, but great one. Lots of choices you can plant right now. If you want to research any of those, go to <laughs> top10shrubs.com. We set up a digital nursery. It'll show you all the shrubs. Are you going to uh, get a tattoo that says top, top 10? 10? <laughs> I can't believe no one bought those URLs. I mean, all those names are sitting there for decades, since the wow. 90s. No one's bought them. I go, I wonder if this is available. 
every one of them. Like everyone's asleep at the helm. Going, I'll buy all of them. Here we go. It, it, it cost me ten bucks wow. for a year for That's each great. name. So I'm going, yeah, point them all to the same place. So you got we set up a shrub nursery, a tree mm-hmm. nursery, a perennial, shr- a flower nursery. So you can just go see all so of them. It would be like top ten perennials, yep. and, and you top can pop in, annuals. and it'll show you what we have. Yep, what's in cool. stock right now? All those that you just mentioned, you can mm-hmm. go online to top ten uh, flowers, and it'll pop right up. You can see them all. So you can look at them. You can re- we got by description, what sizes, how much water, how much sun, all the details are cool. right there. Top ten plants.com. Hey, Ken and Lisa Lane and the Mountain Gardeners. We'll be right back. Look for more tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts through Ken's website. Podcast the show, read his weekly garden column, or follow him on Facebook and Instagram at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. If life is a bowl of cherries, why not make them the biggest, sweetest cherries ever? Waters Garden Center is super excited to introduce our new organic fruit and vegetable plant food. This fertilizer has the bonus of added calcium that gives fruit trees and veggies an extra boost to produce healthy, abundant crops. Feed your plants now to help them thrive and grow more fruits than ever in just $27 for a 20-pound bag. Save natural, organic, fruit and vegetable plant food only at Waters Garden Center. Ouch! Oh man, another rock! Hi, I'm Rusty. You know, the shovel you're destroying trying to dig that hole? Sure, I get it. You got these beautiful plants at Waters Garden Center. Waters asked if they could plant them for you, but no. You had to do it yourself, even though they would plant, deliver, and guarantee your plants for two years. I hope I don't end up like that old pickaxe. Ouch! Prevent yard tool abuse. Waters Garden Center. They plant, deliver, and guarantee. Welcome to the Mountain Gardener with Ken Lane. Gardening in the mountains is different. Listen to Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts guaranteed to make your gardens more beautiful than ever this year. Now for better advice that works locally, welcome your host, Ken Lane. Now this week, we've got our Waters Gardens and we have our clearance sale basically. We call it Monster Monsoon Sale. It always happens the end of August, first part of September. It's been doing that for decades. Some of you have been giving me grief, and you got to hold on to yourself there. Just take a deep breath. Uh, you're coming in going, I wanted everything in the nursery on sale. I'm going, well, that's not how it works. It's clearance all the summer and spring stuff, all the things that just showed up like yesterday, the fall maples. You're not getting that at a discount. I'll sell it. I ought to mark it up. There's such demand for it. What are you talking about? So you got to look at your fall sales. In fact, this year has been so strange. I, I ran out of plants to go into the fall sale. I had to go buy more plants for the fall sale. So our Monster Monsoon sale, sorry. So we've got fresh new evergreens, uh, sages, all kinds of stuff. We just brought in just to be able to mark them down. And what I did is I negotiated with the growers going, hey, what do you got in the field that you're kind of long on that looks great? Hey, will you sell it to me at a discount? And so I just negotiated special prices from the grower. And they just shipped in last week, fresh right off the truck, but they're part of the fall sale. Pottery. I didn't have any. I sold everything I could get my hands on, and I couldn't get enough. And so people are giving me grief going, well, let's, I only see a half the pottery section on, on sale. It said, yeah, I just restocked yesterday. Fresh new pot. They just came in. These are things that went over. They're big pots. They match. They look good. New styles 
are coming in. And so I don't, I'm not going to give that away. I'm going to give all the, I want the onesie twosie stuff. You know, people like to buy matches to go in front of the garage or in front of those two posts in front of their, their house. Pears sell better in pottery as far as style goes, and they want them to be in the latest trendy colors. And so an off green isn't going to be as popular as matching aquas or, or uh, chocolates, mochas, textured. Texture's a big thing. So it's all brown, but it's got a texture to it. So that's that's the style right now. And then always earth tones, you know, jade green. I thought it would go out of style years ago. It, it's always a number one seller, but jade, it's a it goes with cabins as well as it goes with desert adobe colors. Just gives you that spot of color to it because it's an earth tone. Even oxblood red technically is in the earth tone family. So it mixes with the browns and the chocolates and the jades. It just goes well together. If you want real style, the artists, they seem to go for that Spanish uh, uh, Talavera colors. Um, I kind of have, I've got new varieties coming in. So all that stuff's on sale now. So here, just take it. Onesie twosies. I have a whole truckload landing like in a month. Get rid of this stuff. That's great stuff. Very bright colors. Lots of that Spanish Mediterranean feel to it. Uh, but not everything. If it just came off the truck, not going to happen. I couldn't get enough aspens this year. So we we got some beautiful aspens that just came in. I'm not going to mark I'm not marking those down. It's not going to happen, but you can pick up some great, great bargains. If you need elm trees, I just said, okay, I got more elms coming. These from spring, got to go. Let them go. Locusts, same way. Uh, crab apples, red buds, a lot of the fruit trees marked down. I'm going, okay, I don't want to winter over pitted fruits. They're harder to winter over. They do great in the ground. So plums, apricots. I think I've got a couple nectarines, a couple walnuts left. You know, onesie twosie stuff. Yeah, take this stuff. It's marked down hard. Go plant it. It'll do great out in the yard. And you can get a lot, lot. Your landscape budget goes much farther in the fall, summer, these sale season. Garden centers are transitioning right now. We're harvesting our evergreens. We're setting the stage for winter sales. And with plant rotations, you've got to harvest those, root them out, get them going, ship them in and get them acclimated so they're used to the transition into the cold. And so spruce and pine and fir and cedars and junipers and even even nandina or, or heavenly bamboos, your euonymus, junipers, those were starting to transition now, or it's summer bloomers. I was able to find some more crepe myrtles. Oh, fine. I ran out. There's such demand for landscape plants. There's a shortage in the marketplace right now. Garden centers are running out of plants to sell. In fact, next year, it looks like it, this shortage might continue. It, it, I think it will continue. You won't have as many choices next spring. You'll have choices. But if you want that perfect, you know, purple crab apple, you may there might not be any of those. But you'll have a radiant red or a or a snow white. You know, you'll have different colors, but not that one. If you're if you're determined to have that one variety, you've done your homework, and the internet said, have this, it's the only choice. You should be more flexible than that because you're going to be sorely disappointed, I think, through next spring. And this is all COVID-related. It's mass movement out of city centers into the Sun Belt. We're seeing there's housing shortages. There's not enough mark homes on the market. You folks that have bought homes recently knew the area. You know what I'm talking about. It's a scramble. 
If ever you wanted to sell your house right now, downsize. Now's the time. It, you're going to get premium dollar for it. But that also affects the landscapes and the plants and even the trades, plumbers and uh, pavers and fencers and uh, people that sling rocks. They're booked, absolutely backed up. And so it's it's been a good year for home improvements from windows and, and uh, from, from screeners to extending patios to flooring. All that stuff has been really good because people are staying at home and they're not traveling as much. And so they want their home to be beautiful. And so that's kind of what's going on. So I guess where did I go off on that? That's kind of a tangent. Didn't mean to go down that path. Uh, anyway, um, fall sales on. It's not everything, and don't give me grief over, well, I wanted this one that just came off the truck. I wanted that on sale, too. I'm going, well, tough. You can't have it. It's full price. You want one because they'll be gone in like three weeks. That's kind of the market that we're at right now. And right now we're booking out. I just booked, just I, I contract grow with different farmers. I know who grows the best geraniums. I'm going, here, I want 500 of this geranium. Have them ready for Mother's Day weekend. Funk. And so they've got that order. I've got through next September 2021, my plant rotation, at least the core, not everything, but I know what apples, I know what spruce trees, I know what uh, the shrubs, privacy screens, they're all rotated through. And hopefully I got the crystal ball right. I don't know what's going to happen next spring. It's kind of scary. It just, I don't know. I'm doing the forecast and and we've been on a growth, growth tra trajectory at Waters Gardens. And I'm just talking us now. Our 58 years in business. What's 59 going to be next year? I'm trying to forecast. Our sales were off the charts this year. And they've been trending at double digits. But now it's up. Where, how, where do you forecast now? So I just took a line chart and went, here's where we're at. Line chart says grow to this. We're going to grow this many. We're going to take the same trajectory, ignore the top end of this year, and just go, this is how many. I don't know if it'll be right because I made a wrong decision this year. I ran out too soon. So we went on, we just started scrambling, asking favors. Basically, I called friends and said, Hey, uh, Gary, you got any? Uh, I need some extras of these. Could, could you like, uh, could you like give me someone else's? And it's friendships just said, Yeah, you know, this new customer, never seen him before, landscaper, whatever. I'll give you, I'll give you like five of theirs. We went, Thank you. That's great. I'll take them. So you did a lot of that bartering kind of stuff this year, which I don't like, but it's what it took to get through this year. It was a great year for garden centers, landscapers, all the trades from roofing to plumbing. To It was just good. But this, this if you're new to, to the mountains of Arizona, welcome to God's country. If you're just new to a house, you're starting to think landscaping, you're good to go. I would say if you can get that stuff in by the end of November, by Thanksgiving, it's a good planting season between now and Thanksgiving. If if you've got a plan, be flexible on the plan. Okay, if you got a juniper, you know there's probably ten different varieties. If you're out of the one, maybe grab the other because there might not be more. Probably won't be more or the size you want. If you're waiting for a big one, it may not show up. And so just I would say grab the stuff you can find and get it in the ground, it will root out now, and then you'll also get an extra bump next spring because it'll continue rooting through winter, and you'll get tremendous more growth by planting now. You could almost up, afford to buy a little bit smaller one, 
root it out, and then watch it flush that growth next spring, and it will quickly catch up and get more value for your landscape dollar by taking advantage of it. Be flexible over the next, I think, 18 months uh, in landscape plants. You're listening to local garden expert Ken Lane, the owner of Waters Garden Center. He can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center, located in Prescott, 1815 Iron Springs Road. Thanks for tuning in to The Mountain Gardener. Waters Garden Companion plants for August are Radio Red Salvias, Butterfly Bush, and Trumpeting Vine. Large clusters of red and orange flowers create a dramatic show all season long with Waters Trumpet Vine. This vigorous vine thrives in heat and blooms profusely with neglect. Quickly covers large areas as a ground cover, spilling over retaining walls, screening a fence, or cloaking arbors. Guaranteed to attract more hummingbirds and only found at Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. Wondering why the grass is always greener on the other side? Well, it's probably because your neighbor used the all-purpose fertilizer from Waters Garden Center. Monsoon is right around the corner, and it's the perfect time to feed your plants. Waters All-Purpose Fertilizer is the only organic made especially for Arizona mountain soils. Don't buy a bunch of different fertilizer for your flowers, veggies, trees, or grass. This one does it all. The plants on your side will be happier, healthier, well, greener. Safe, natural, organic. Waters Garden Center in Prescott. You've tuned in to The Mountain Gardener with local garden expert Ken Lane. Join him each week as he answers timely garden questions that are sure to make a difference in your gardens. Now welcome your host, Ken Lane. This whole COVID-19 thing has got everything upside down. And so we're hosting garden classes every week. So like we've done for decades and we'll have 15 people. Maybe we have the entire greenhouse. You can spread out all over the place. We limit the chairs. Then we'll get a few other guests that are just walking. They're going, oh, that's entertaining. That sounds interesting. Oh, let me learn how to do garden with trees. And they'll listen in. So maybe you get 20 at most, but there'll be 138 watching online. It's it's totally inverted, totally changed. That was not the way we used to have up to a hundred people in the in the garden center uh, for, for classes and then we'd have 20. Oh, no, just totally flipped itself over the head. Uh, this Saturday at 9:30, every Saturday at 9:30 we host a garden class. And this coming week it's going to be gardening for newcomers. That's this weekend. After that, it's gardening with trees. The whole list is sitting right there. You can take a look at some of them, especially if you're new to the area, uh, the top 10 trees and how to plant them, September 5th, for Saturday in September. Climbers and covers in the landscape. So you want to cover ground cover or climb up things. Vines, that's a big thing. Vines or, or ground cover type of plants. Could be creeping kind of things. Um, easy to grow mountain plants for the fall, privacy screens, fall to-do lists, autumn color, and it goes on. We, we have classes through the first week in November. They're free. We want you to be a better gardener. You can take a look at them online through our Facebook page. If you're into Facebook, great. I've got no other outlet for that other than that right now, just because it's an easy-to-use uh, platform. And it's free for, for little business. That's important. And we have like 9,000 followers. So it's real easy. It's like a no-brainer. We have 9,000 like followers on Facebook. Why not publish it? That's so easy. So we, we have, that's where you get the 138 people looking at it going, oh, I'll sit in for a few minutes of that. Let's take a look. And so that's free. Another new thing. In fact, we just added this to the very homepage 
of watersgardencenter.com. Uh, we've put, we've digitized the garden center, and this is all in response to COVID. We just said we've got to ha- help people see or research, or they don't have to come into the garden center and see what's here at the garden center. And so if you want to see the latest shipment, it's there at watersgardencenter.com. There's a button. You'll see a, a screenshot, like a video, a drone shot. Actually, I hired a drone, and it shows you. It just hovers around the nursery so you can kind of see it. And then in front of that, it goes, here's the, here's the nursery plants. Here you go. Um, if you don't, if you're driving right now, don't slow down. Keep going. This, this address is easy to remember, top10plants.com. We bought a whole bunch of top 10 URLs, so 10 with the number, so top number 10 plants. Top 10 trees, top 10 shrubs, just top 10 plants are the, the main one that's we're thinking what's easy to remember on the fly. Look at that. It pops you right into the store. Uh, you can see digitally. It's not every single thing at the store. Some things that are, we only have one left, going, oh, I don't want to run out. And you're competing with people actually physically here at the store, and you're looking at it online all at the same time. So it's kind of like you are walking through the garden center, but it's such a great research tool. If you want to know what trees grow here, hit the tree tab. We broke it down into evergreens, flowering trees, fruiting trees, and shade trees. Real simple. Shrubs, we broke them down into evergreens, ground covers, deciduous. Uh, and roses. Okay, roses are there too. So it's kind of a shrub. We try to break it down so it's super easy for you to see what's what people are planting at the garden centers here in northern Arizona. It's a great search, top10plants.com, or I like it, watersgardencenter.com. And right underneath that, you can hit the garden classes. You can see the entire list. We love helping people be better gardeners here in the mountains of Arizona. Throughout the week, Lisa and I camp out here at Waters Garden Center, and we love talking to fans of the show. Waters Garden Companion plants for August are radio red salvias, butterfly bush, and trumpeting vine. Large clusters of red and orange flowers create a dramatic show all season long with Waters Trumpet Vine. This vigorous vine thrives in heat and blooms profusely with neglect. Quickly covers large areas as a ground cover, spilling over retaining walls, screening a fence, or cloaking arbors. Guaranteed to attract more hummingbirds and only found at Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. If you want a more fruitful garden, increase success in your landscape that just feels better, then tune in every week to The Mountain Gardener. Years of tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts are guaranteed to make your gardens nicer than ever. Listen to this podcast or read Ken's weekly garden column by visiting watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. Thanks for tuning in.